welcome to another edition of Inside Medicine. I'm your host, Doug Geinzer, the CEO of Las Vegas Heals. Heals being an acronym for Health, Education, Advocacy, and Leadership of Southern Nevada. We're here in the studio today with Shelly Berkeley. And uh, for those of you that are new to the show, we broadcast here live every Thursday at 10 a.m. And that gets rebroadcast out there on all of our various channels from YouTube to Facebook uh, to Inside Medicine. But we, we welcome you here to the studio. We'd like to bring in guests that are doing amazing stuff for the healthcare industry right here in Las Vegas, those that are doing stuff in innovation, health and wellness travel, research, and education. Very, very, very important. And with that being said, I'd like to welcome Shelly Berkeley to the studio today. Hi, Doug. How are you? Uh, great. Thank Good. you so much for joining us here. It's not Thanks your first time me. in the studio. It's you've No, been here with and us not before. my first time with you either. Yes, and it's always a great conversation. I look forward to diving right in. Yeah. You've been with Toro now for a little over four years yes. after a very long career in politics. Yes, yes. Tell us, you know, joining a, an academic institution like Toro, and, and you guys do amazing work here in town, what has been the most fulfilling thing that, that you've, uh, and there's got to be a long list, but. Well, I think the most fulfilling is I could actually do the job, which uh, came as a bit of a surprise <laughs> to me. Um, yeah, after I lost the Senate race and I was sitting on my family room couch for day after day, week after week, trying to figure out what it is I was going to do with my life. And I am an attorney by profession, so obviously I thought I would go back to practicing law, although frankly, that did not appeal to me. So one day, out of the blue, I get a telephone call from someone I hadn't seen in 20 years asking me if I would be... Well, first he said, do you know Toro University? And I said, yes, I do. I had given a commencement address for Toro a few years before. And he said, you know, we're looking for a new CEO. And I did know that because I was friendly with my predecessor. And I knew that he was... um, They were looking looking for a replacement so he could retire. I thought he was calling to ask me if I would be on the search committee to select a new CEO. So you could uh, you could have knocked me over with a feather when he said, we're wondering if you'd be interested in the job. And I at first thought something was really wrong with my phone. <laughs> and then, you know, like... Hello, hello. Um, uh, and I, I explained immediately. I said, I have no academic medical background whatsoever. I said, I'm an attorney. They said, we know, we know. We'd still like uh, to we'd still like to talk to you about it. So that was on November 10th of 2014. And I, no, of 2013, I guess, uh, 2014. And um, uh, two and a half weeks later, they, I flew into New York. They flew here. I flew to California uh, because that's where my other school is that I'm running. And at uh, two and a half weeks later, the day after Thanksgiving, I decided that I was going to come to Turo. Had no idea whether I could do the job, but it's actually turned out to be a perfect fit. I love Turo. I'm in enjoying what I'm doing. I wake up every day and I can't wait to get to work. And I think they're happy with me. We've done well over the last four years. I was going to say, in four years, I look at your win column and you have won a lot. I don't see too many losses uh, at all. Um, We used to say that Toro was the best kept secret in Nevada. It is not a secret anymore. I think it's on the lips of anybody that's involved with healthcare. Yeah, we're going to look at some of the accomplishments and the list is long and I was right. I was blessed
blessed to be able to be at your gala a couple weeks back. And yeah, we surely were sold out. The sold community out. supports everything that you're doing. You are the largest medical school in Nevada. Yes, we are at 135 now, but this incoming class, which starts in August, will have 181 incoming wow. students, future doctors, and hopefully most or at least many of them are going to stay here in Southern Nevada or in Nevada where we have the greatest shortage of doctors in the United States. I didn't realize that starts this year. It does start this year. Wow. So Toro's been around about 14 years. Yes, that's correct. And, you know, Las Vegas Heels, in our first iteration, the Southern Nevada Medical Industry Coalition mm-hmm. played a pretty big role in helping to bring Toro here. We knew that in order to accomplish our goals of increasing the number of physicians and nurses and PTs and OTs and yes. all of those classifications, we couldn't do it with just a public educational infrastructure. And we were so proud to help Toro get into the marketplace and what you've done for Nevada has been nothing less than uh, amazing. It's uh, we, to well, see I your doctors everywhere. Your nur- it's, it's been great. That is amazing. I have to tell you, uh, my dad is 93 and he's been in and out of the hospital a lot lately. And uh, every, um, every nurse, every technician, so many of the doctors, they have graduated from Toro. And when everyone walks in and they see me in the room and they go, oh, I'm a Toro graduate. So I say to my dad, and he's a little hard to hear. I go, Dad. I said, he graduated or she graduated from Toro. And my dad, oh, they all graduated from Toro. So it's really been <laughs> That's terrific. awesome. And it just 14 awesome. years. That's yes. amazing. Yes. And you're still growing. That campus, you... Did a groundbreaking or a ribbon cutting the uh, a couple weeks yes, back with yes. the Tang Center, the Klobuch Center. Tell us a little bit about where Toro is today and kind of where it's heading because... Every time I turn around, you're building something new. We are. And um, as I mentioned to you earlier, before we went on the air, um, in three, we received a municipal bond from the city of Henderson, an economic development bond. And with that money, we are expanding what was once a giant warehouse, but it will be completely built out in the next three years to accommodate the extraordinary growth and the new programs that we're bringing online. Everything we do at Turo, we do because there's a need in the community. And I'll very briefly go over it with you. As you know, our medical school, we've graduated 10 classes. Uh, we've had 135 students in each of, well, in the last several classes. Um, we had 5,100 applications this year. Wow. 5,100, which necessitated that we go to our accrediting body and get permission to expand to the 181. So we've done that. Our physician assistant program, the only one in the state, I know that they're starting one at UNR, but right now Turo is it. We're going from 60 to 80 students gradually. Our occupational therapy program, we're going from a master's to a doctorate because their governing body has determined that by 2025, all occupational therapists in the country have to be, have to have their doctorate. 
doctorate. We're going to accommodate that. Our uh, physical therapy doctorate, going strong. We have hundreds and hundreds of applications for 40 slots. We have added a nurse practitioner program. I think nurse practitioners are the next big thing in healthcare. Absolutely. Um, they, uh, they don't need to be supervised by a doctor. They could write prescriptions. So I want to get ahead of the curve and make sure that we are training nurse practitioners to practice here in the state of Nevada. Now, I think we're going to see a shift in the mid-levels, the nurse I practitioners, the PAs, delivering that frontline uh, primary care because that's yes. our biggest void. That's where we're having challenges in the U.S. right now. Is you are so entering right. Entering the primary care system. It's we. we we built healthcare a little bit wrong. And uh, you know what? And as you know, my husband is an MD. He's a, uh, a nephrologist, kidney specialist. And my stepdaughter is a DO, and she's a family practice physician. The greatest shortages, although we have shortages across the board when it comes to physicians, specialists, and primary care providers, but what I love about Turo is 60, about approximately 60% of our graduates, our future doctors, go into primary care. Greatest need in the state of Nevada, primary care physicians. We're answering the call, and our, our students are staying. You're living up to your mission. Yes. And I want to look yes. down to make sure that I get this right, because your mission, it's simple, but yet it's profound. To serve, to lead, to teach. Yes, Share some of the insights of the service mission and what you're doing to meet those community needs, because we see Toro everywhere with your mission. Yes, and uh, let me just um, say this before I answer that question. Um, our, uh, if we had more residency programs, and you and I have talked about this and worked together to get more in Absolutely. the state, we'd have more doctors staying here. Um, We're well on our way, but we still have a ways to go. Uh, we uh, we have made an extraordinary effort in this yeah. state, thanks to the governor and the legislature. We have a ways to go. But if, as you know, uh, and I'm sure most of your viewers know, after you graduate medical school, you still can't practice medicine. There's three years of residency, graduate medical education. It's costly, but it's got to, uh, you've got to do that. If we don't have the, the number of residency programs that we need for the graduating medical students, they have to go someplace else. And you know national statistics say 70% of doctors end up practicing where they do their residency. You want to increase the number of doctors per capita in this state? More residency programs are not important. Uh, they're necessary. Yep. So that's important. My other uh, other jobs are our other programs. Each of my students has multiple job offers before they graduate. So we are definitely filling a need. Now, the community service aspect is just such a thrill, and it's such an enhancement to the school and I think to the community as well. We now have three mobile clinics. It occurred to me early on that disadvantaged people, people without insurance, people below the poverty line, seniors, handicapped, they can't find transportation to get to a brick and mortar clinic. So we are taking healthcare with my students under faculty supervision to the community. Our very first mobile clinic goes to Shade Tree, Catholic Charities, 
um, Veterans Village and U.S. Vets, and we are taking care of primarily homeless people, and that is very important to do. Our second mobile clinic, we have a partnership with Opportunity Village, mm-hmm. uh, which I know you're very aware Absolutely. of. And my, it gives us an opportunity for my students to be treating people that have um, uh, physical disabilities and often may not be able to articulate what's wrong with them. So this is an important um, population that my students are being exposed to. In addition to that, we're doing good work providing health care to a fragile uh, medical population. The third one, we haven't launched it yet. We're going to be doing a great ribbon cutting. We received the funding from City National Bank, and uh, the Golden Knights are providing the money for the equipment that it'll take to launch it. Um, We have a partnership with Nevada Hand that builds low-income housing to go to their senior housing projects, both assisted living and independent living, and offer primary basic health care to the people that are living in those projects. So those are three really great things we're doing. In addition to that, we have our autism center on campus. Mm -hmm. We had 435 patient visits this past month. Oh, wow. That's extraordinary. That's, yeah, and frankly, we welcome other organizations getting involved because there aren't near enough of us for the need in this community and in this state. We have our medical clinic, takes Medicare, most forms of insurance, 2,000 patient visits this past month. So we are a busy little place and hopefully doing really good good things for the community. Continuing to grow, grow, grow. And the opportunities that you're presenting, it's great for the community because somebody has to serve these populations. And it gives your students real hands-on experience. They get to work with patients and see what the delivery of healthcare looks like. And what a great uh, experience for everybody. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for everything you've done. And, you know, I think it's important... Um, our our students, once they graduate, these may not be populations that their practice um, is going to be involved with. Don't know. But it's important for our students while they're studying to see that these populations exist out there and they need health care and they need our help. So I'm I'm pretty pleased with what we do in the community. And you've built another partnership with the Southern Nevada Health District. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about that because it's great to see a private institution and public health. Yeah come together. And we're going to talk about another one with Nevada State College after, but I want to talk about, let's talk about the health district first. Um, You know, this has been just a wonderful partnership. Um, The Southern Nevada Health District needed a place down near in the Henderson area to provide vaccinations, um, pre-vaccinations to uh, the community. Very important. Uh, They needed a place to do it. We offered our school to be their central location. In return for that, they took over our student health center. So uh, Southern Nevada Health um, 
uh, healthcare um, uh, became a part of Turo University by being the front line and taking care of our students when they have health care needs or if they're going to the hospitals for rotations or in doctor's offices, they need certain immunizations that the uh, Southern, that Southern Nevada provides for them. So uh, the district has been amazing. It's been a pleasure to work with them. And I think it's mutually beneficial for Turo, for the health district and mutually beneficial for uh, the community as well. Very creative. And I, this is one. the one that I'm real excited to watch grow. And that's your partnership with Nevada State College. So to see public education, so private education come together, I think it's the first of its kind in Nevada. I believe it is. And my provost, uh, Ray Alden, and Ray, I knew Ray when I was on the University Board of Regents because Ray was the provost at UNLV. Um, he left town for a while, went to Northern Illinois, and now that he has grandchildren in in the Henderson area, he and his wife wanted to come back home. And we had an opening for a provost, so it was a perfect match. And he's very knowledgeable. He has well over 20 years of experience in higher education. He was the one that came up with the suggestion of partnering with um, uh, with uh, CSN. And it's worked out beautifully. They they do their first few years at the public school, public university, public college, and then their last year with us with our Master of Health Science program. So they come out with two degrees. Two degrees. They get their bachelor's and master's at the same time. And if they do well enough, they're if the students do well enough, they are eligible to come into any of our programs at uh, at Turo. So it's giving them an opportunity to perhaps explore a profession that they may not have thought of before mm -hmm. or thought they had access to, and it's giving us an opportunity to diversify our student body. And that's very important. I believe the future of healthcare, that healthcare providers have to look like, have mm -hmm. to reflect the populations that they're serving. And that's the true meaning of growing your own too, because yes. Nevada State College, I think they hot handle the highest concentration of first-time college goers, if yes. that's the right word. Yeah. And I, I could relate to that because yeah. I am a first-time college goer, yeah. but uh, Nevada State College, what a wonderful asset for our yeah. community. And then they hand them off to Toro. Yeah. So we have a higher likelihood yeah. of retaining them in this state and they're yes. homegrown. Yes, and I think this particular student population, they're going to stay here. Their families are here. They have roots here. And this is where they had their academic success. And again, if they do well at Turo, they can go to our physician assistance program, our medical school, any number of our programs, um, because they will be fully prepared to do so and very successful yep. academically. Those are the students we want at Turo. So we're touching them in college. We're doing a nice clean handoff into higher ed and to, to get them into a healthcare track. Let's go before that. Camp Med. Yes. You all yes, are touching I was students. You would ask. Yes. Students, uh, high school students, yes. and yes. you're giving them a, a, 
a pathway to yes. get into healthcare. Tell us about Camp Med. Well, uh, let me even go one even lower than that. Um, as you probably know, the Clark County School District named an elementary school after me recently, the Shelley Berkeley Elementary Congratulations. School. Congratulations. Thank you. Quite, honor of a lifetime. Truly it is. Um, we sent uh, a bunch of our medical students, Toro medical students, to talk to the fifth graders at Berkeley Elementary School. At, and, you know, they're there with their stethoscopes and their um, uh, blood pressure pumps and everything. And uh, they uh, presented to the fifth graders at Berkeley Elementary. And a number of the kids said, I want to be a doctor when I grow up. I want to be like those people who they were all wearing their white coats. And I thought, how wonderful to at least plant this seed in these youngsters' minds so that they have a goal or something to look forward to or something to aspire to. And so we'd like to start doing this throughout the Clark County School District. My students loved it. And I know the students at Berkeley Elementary loved it too. Camp Mid, we are partnering with Roseman and UNLV to go out to the high schools and do something similar, perhaps on a slightly elevated level that we do at Berkeley Elementary with the high schools to give these students something to think about, that there's a number of healthcare professions out there. And you and I, I think, are in complete agreement that those are the professions of the future. They're here now. The need is great, and it's only continuing going to continue to grow. Let's get high school students thinking about their futures, what they would like to do with a, to have a successful profession so that they have a, a sense of direction when they go to college and think beyond college. And I, that's very important. And I love the partnership between Roseman and UNLV and yeah. Toro. This Pipeline building is so critical to our future. To be able to touch students at an early age, introduce them to healthcare, and then give them the clear pathway. Yes. To get all the way through and train them here, get them into residency so they stay here. You know, I've been a resident of Las Vegas now for 25 years, and it's I've never seen this before. Yeah. And to witness it now, I know when I'm old and I need that healthcare, it's going to be here. Yeah. I, Which is I quite agree with you. It is important. And Turo is leading the way um, when it comes to providing health care for uh, the people of the state of Nevada. And I think um, I know I'm very proud of that. And I think uh, not only our students, but faculty and staff and administration, we're all wedded to the mission. We know why we're here, we know what we do, and we know that the product that we produce, our students are going to make fine healthcare care professionals. So we're going to talk a little bit about how training the future student has changed a little bit. And one of the latest developments of Toro with the Michael Tang Clinical Simulation Center. Um, Las Vegas Heels, as we know, is going to be hosting a healthcare happy hour there. We're very excited May about 16th. that. May 16th. Yes. And I was, I was fortunate enough to go toward the center just uh, about two months ago, maybe, yeah. I think it was. Tell us a little bit about the Michael Tang Simulation Center and talk to us a little bit about the importance of that and the role that it plays with medical education. Uh, it- 
in medical education, like every other aspect of our lives, we're going into a, we're in a high tech world with amazing technology. And we are taking advantage of it by bringing in state-of-the-art technology, anatomage tables, where you can actually perform autopsies and dissections on a table with a 3D image that is as lifelike as anything I've ever seen. We have cut suits that you cut into them and they bleed. Oh um, it is amazing. We have mannequins, and that's not the right word for it, um, that... Um, I'll give you a perfect example. If your students are doing a cardiac rotation and the six weeks or the month that they're at the hospital, if nobody codes, and I don't wish anybody to code, they don't get the experience. But we have mannequins. Not only do they bleed, not only can you suture them, not only can you analyze all of their vital signs, but if you want them to, they can have a heart attack. They can give birth. They can do just about anything that your student is going to be need the knowledge of while they're, when they practice. So we can do all of that in a simulated fashion. That's the Tang Center, thanks to Michael Tang's generosity. But I will say this, because maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I think before anybody cuts me open, I want them to have seen the inside of someone else. So we're not giving up our yep. cadavers. So we still have our 50 cadavers, mm-hmm. but the technology is just an enhancement. So our students are learning the old-fashioned way, and they're learning the new wave way as well. And simultaneously, when you open up that, Mm -hmm. you also open up the Chantel and Stephen Klobeck Regional Center for Disaster Life Support. Yes. And I don't think that could have been more meaningful and relevant with what happened. Timely. And, you know, the amazing thing is we had been talking about doing this, we realized that there was no disaster training center in our region. And um, we thought, you know, we should really be doing this. I spoke with Stephen Klubeck. Stephen and Chantal gave a very generous contribution so that we could um, apply for the certification to become a disaster training center. Our center will, and this is before October 1st, um, but Stephen was also instrumental in creating the Victims Fund. And so this is just obviously a passion of his. Um, I, we should I hope that we never need it. However, we have three. We are training three different levels of people. First line teachers. And I mean, you would never imagine, especially when I was growing up, that there would be a catastrophe in your classroom. I mean, the worst thing was uh, chewing gum in class or smoking in the uh, girls' room. Now, at any given time, you have no idea what's going to happen. We want to train these frontline people that are just ordinary citizens that find themselves in an extraordinary situation so they can be prepared for it. Then the second level and then the third level, working with Metro, working with the fire departments to provide state-of-the-art training for our first responders as well. And so this regional center is going to be a very important part of what we do for the community, and it's very exciting. Very exciting. um, 
unfortunate what happened on October 1st, but I've never been so proud. I, I felt the about same About our way. community and how we came together. Yes. And we showed the world that yes. we have the most sophisticated trauma delivery system on earth. It was, it, I, I agree with you. I was, I grew up here, as you know, my family's been here 55 years. I'm not sure that I ever felt more pride for this community, yeah. for my hometown, as I did that that night and in the aftermath. The fact that this entire community came together. Um, I had students that were working in the emergency rooms that night. Um, Thank God I had a few students that were at the concert. Thank God everybody was okay. Uh, That was associated with Toro. But um, if God forbid anything like that happens again, Toro will be in the front lines of having trained those first responders and people that were at the concert. How amazing it was that everyone banded together to help everybody yeah. else. Amazing. Yep. And I think you're going to put on a live scenario at our healthcare happy hour uh, where people are. can experience some of this. Actually, I've seen, we did a live scenario for another organization and it was, um, it was amazing. And uh, you thought you were in the middle of what we did at that scenario was um, a, a bus crash. And, uh, you know, people, and so we were treating people that were in the simulated bus crash, Mm -hmm. but how amazing was that? And I think the people that were watching it were, uh, were amazed at what we could do. So I'm going to give a little bit of detail about the healthcare happy hour. And then right after that, let's have you, uh, let our audience know how they could get in touch with the folks at Toro. But, uh, our healthcare happy hour is going to be on, on, uh, May 16th from 5.30 to 7.30 at Toro. We encourage all of our listeners and audience members to come out, get a chance to meet, greet the good folks at Toro and those that are doing amazing stuff here in Las Vegas. But uh, Shelly, thank you for being on the show. And if you could give the audience where they could go to learn more about Toro and the amazing work that you're doing over there. Um, I I would direct people to the website. Now we're in the process of creating a new and improved website, but you could still get a lot of information about our programs, our student profiles, our faculty on the website. If you prefer or you're interested in taking a tour of the school or seeing what's out there, um, I suggest that you call 702-777-8687. If you have an organization or a group that would like to have your breakfast meeting there, we can certainly accommodate you at the Tang Center where we're going to have the Las Vegas Hills uh, Medical Mixer. And we are looking forward to that. I hope lots and lots of people come out and see it. Very nice. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Dad. Thank you to all of the viewers and watching and being with us here today. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday, and we look forward to seeing you on future episodes of Inside Medicine. Make it a great day. Thanks, Doug. 